Welcome to Financial Strategies, sponsored by Heritage Reverse Mortgage, where we discuss the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Here's your host, Trevor Carlson. Hello and welcome to Financial Strategies. I am Trevor Carlson, your host and sponsor. I am with Heritage Reverse Mortgage, and I am a reverse mortgage specialist. Now, I'm so glad that you're joining us for our show today. Our, our goal in this program is to give you information and, and knowledge on how you can live better. Typically in our programs, we, we have a guest, a, a local professional, um, that is offering their products and services and, and educating us on, on how those things can make your life better. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. Today I'm kind of running solo to talk about something that I think is very important. And so please stick with us. We're going to get right into this and, uh, and give you some new information that will help you prepare for some changing markets in the upcoming years. Are you looking for ways to live better in retirement? and have more peace of mind financially, then it may be time for you to consider the benefits of a reverse mortgage. Now, this is not the reverse mortgage that you've heard about. Introducing the new reverse mortgage, offered at Heritage Reverse Mortgage. In recent years, the FHA has made major changes, and the HECM reverse mortgage is now one of the greatest financial planning tools ever created. Heritage Reverse Mortgage is offering a free informational DVD to people that are interested in knowing how the new reverse mortgage could be a benefit to you or to someone that you love. There is no obligation, and you'll be surprised by what you didn't know about the new HECM Reverse Mortgage. For more information, call Trevor at Heritage Reverse Mortgage, 435-359-9000, or request your free DVD at HeritageReverseMortgage.com. Learn what's changed with the HECM Reverse Mortgage and how it will change your life. That's heritagereversemortgage.com. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, today I am running solo, and I wanted to talk to, to, to people about the changes in the market that we're beginning to see. Now, it's interesting. You know, I'm reading with my girls. I'm reading Harry Potter. And one of the things that, that, that always interests me is how spot on J.K. Raleigh is with her, with her interpretation of human emotion when it comes to fear and, and anxiety uh, because of the past. You know, it's, it's funny that the wizards, powerful wizards, uh, are filled with denial and fear and they shudder whenever they hear the word Voldemort, right? Now we look at our own lives and, and how is that applicable? You know, for some people they hear the word cancer or they hear the word um, you know, death or, or any other depression or any other number of things. And, and because of the personal experiences they've had, that may cause them with fear. Now, some of you may hear me say the word recession, and that may freak you out a little bit. But yes, we are going to talk about recession today because we are headed for one. Now, I don't want to do this. Uh, you know, I'm not um, producing this information and, and, and giving you this information to cause fear. That's not the point. In, in reality, I want to, to help you to prepare for the coming recession so that you can take advantage of it. I believe that recessions can be one of the greatest opportunities in the financial markets. And, and the problem, though, is that the vast majority of us are not ready when recessions hit, and that's why they catch us off guard. And so stick with me today. I'm going to give you um, why the information on why I feel so strongly that we're heading for a recession and, and likewise, give you some information on how you can prepare for it now to actually take advantage of it and come out on top. And so, first of all, let's answer that question. Is a recession really coming? And my answer to you, to you is a very confident yes. Why do I say that? Well, there's a few reasons why I say that. The one thing that we could look at is probability. It's been 11 years since we had our last recession. And if you look back historically... 
since this country was founded in 1776, we have never gone through a full decade without having a recession. We may be breaking records this time. If we can make it through 2019, it will be the first time ever that our country has made it through a decade without a recession. Now, when I say through a decade, I mean, you know, essentially January 1st, 2010 through uh, December 31st, 2019, right? This may be the one decade where we break that record, but the reality is, is, is we cannot postpone it forever. 2020 will have a recession. The other reason why I believe that a recession is coming is by looking at patterns. You know, if you know what to look for in the markets, you can see uh, a repetitive uh, behavior in the way that that we um, the way we behave as a people, as a society, and as markets. And so, let's look at a few things. And and I just want to say right now, if if you're if you have the chance. Get online, go to my website, because I'm going to give you information that comes from from actual graphs. And so it'll be very helpful for you to actually sit down and see these graphs. You can see exactly what I'm talking about. So go to heritagereversemortgage.com, click on the blog, and look for uh, Recession 2020. And and that's going to give you some of these these graphs so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. So let's start off by talking about the 10-year treasury versus the 2-year treasury. Now, for for many of you, you may not even know what the treasury bond is. Uh, Suffice it to say that it's it's an investment bond uh, that's tied closely to the U.S. Treasury. Okay, so what we typically see with the the U.S. Treasury is that the the longer-term bonds tend to pay better than the shorter-term bonds. Think of this kind of like a CD. If you go to the bank today and you're you're shopping for CDs, you would see that a a five-year CD – should pay you better than a six-month CD, right? It makes sense. If you're investing your money for a longer period of time, you should be getting a higher return. And so treasuries typically are about the same. You know, you would imagine that a 10-year treasury would pay higher than a two-year treasury. But what's funny is that as you look at the the historical graph, what happens occasionally is that those uh, relationships actually invert themselves, and, and what happens is that the 10-year treasury actually pays less than the two-year treasury. Why would this happen? Well, in, in putting it simply and, and, and for the sake of time, I'll just say that the 10-year treasury is really good at predicting inflation and it's really good at predicting recessions. And so, uh, again, what you see in the graph is that, is that every time right before a recession over the past oh, 40 years or so, the 10-year treasury has inverted itself. It's gone below the two-year treasury, and that return is, has, has gone negative. Um, and that's exactly what we're seeing now. The, the spread today, the two-year treasury today, I believe, is at 1.8, and the 10-year is at 2.0. And so typically there should be a 2 or a 3% difference there, but they're almost neck and neck. And so, again, as you look at the graph, this tells us that, that historically this is an indicator that we're heading for a change. But let's talk about more um, definitive um, evidence of what I'm talking about here. I, I posted this question on Facebook a few weeks ago. You know, if people think a, a recession is coming, and I got a lot of mixed responses. Some people were yes. Some people were absolutely no. Economy's killing it. Unemployment is, is, is so low. And, and that's what I want to talk about next is unemployment because there's a big misconception there. People believe that that a low unemployment is a good thing, and yes, it is. 
But they also associate that with safety, meaning that if unemployment is low, then the economy must be great and a recession must be far from us. But in reality, that's not true. Again, if you're looking at historically over the past, oh, 70 years, since 1950, the, the pattern that we see is that unemployment actually hits its lowest point right as we enter the recession. It doesn't hit its highest point until we leave the recession. And so, again, that's why people associate unemployment with recessions, but what they're missing is that, is that right as we go into the recession, unemployment's actually the best it, it, it has been during the cycle. And if you look at the unemployment chart today, our unemployment today is lower than it's been since 1970. And so looking at that evidence and looking at that graph, you'll be able to see that, yes, you know, the pattern is pointing towards a, a shift in the market. So let's talk about, you know, let's go to the professionals, the people that are running the show here who should really know what's happening. Let's talk about the Fed and the Fed's belief of whether or not we're going to have a recession in the next 12 months. Now, the Fed published recently their opinion, and they believe that there's only a 27% chance that within the next 12 months, we will enter a recession. Now, you hear that 27% number, and you think, hey, that's pretty good. These guys get paid a lot of money. They are economists. This is what they do, right? They should know what they're talking about. Well, let's look at the track record. And again, if you're looking at this on my, on my website, it's very helpful to see this information. But, but let's go back to the past three recessions to see how accurate the Fed really is. So in 1990, 12 months before we entered the recession, the Fed's probability factor was 15% that we would enter a recession. Fast forward to 2001, 12 months before the 2001 recession, that probability was 15% again. And so looking at 2008, the big one, the one that they should have seen coming, the Fed should have known we were heading for a recession. 12 months ahead of time, 25% was their, predict, was their prediction. And so what's funny about this is that, that even when we're in these recessions, even when we were dead in the, the 2008 recession, we already started it, the Fed's predicted, prediction was only 44%. And so look at their track record. If you can see that track record, them telling us today that there's a 27% probability of a recession is their way of saying, well, we can't tell you it's 100% because that'll freak everybody out. But yes, if you know what you're hearing or if you know what we're saying, we're headed for a recession. So with all of these things in mind, if, if, if this is truly the case, if over the next 12 months we prove to be in a recession – then let's talk about how you can benefit from that. Are you looking for ways to live better in retirement and have more peace of mind financially? Then it may be time for you to consider the benefits of a reverse mortgage. Now, this is not the reverse mortgage that you've heard about. Introducing the new reverse mortgage, offered at Heritage Reverse Mortgage. In recent years, the FHA has made major changes, and the HECM reverse mortgage is now one of the greatest financial planning tools ever created. Heritage Reverse Mortgage is offering a free informational DVD to people that are interested in knowing how the new reverse mortgage could be a benefit to you or to someone that you love. There is no obligation, and you'll be surprised by what you didn't know about the new HECM reverse mortgage. For more information, call Trevor at Heritage Reverse Mortgage, 435-359-9000, or request your free DVD at HeritageReverseMortgage.com. Learn what's changed with the HECM Reverse Mortgage and how it will change your life. That's HeritageReverseMortgage.com.
Thank you for sticking with us through this program. And, and now, as I've promised, I want to talk about ways that you can take the information I've given you, take the understanding that, that yes, a recession is coming, and actually use that towards your benefit. So let's get into that now. Now, I understand that the, this show is pre-recorded, and, and so you may not realize that, but, but by the time you're hearing this show, we may already be, you know, this may all be old news to you. But I still believe that this information can help you plan for the next couple of years. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Now, understand that I am not a financial advisor. I'm not giving you advice. I'm not, uh, perchance, telling you what to do. I'm giving you my opinions, and I hope that, that based on that, you'll be able to improve your life. If you have questions and concerns about the stock market and your investments, well, then you need to talk to your professional about that. But but in, in my field of expertise, of course, I'm a mortgage lender, and so interest rates is, is what I understand. So that's what we're going to talk about is interest rates and, and home appreciation rates. Now, let's start with interest rates. What happens to interest rates when we enter a recession? So you need to understand that interest rates is how economists and how the Fed and how the powers that be, I guess you could call it, are able to control the economy. When, when an economy is strong and it's booming and everything is selling well and people are happy, that's when interest rates go up, right? And the idea there is that interest rates go up to keep inflation from getting too hot, okay? Now, when the economy slows down, that's when interest rates also come down. And again, the idea is that inverse, that if the economy is slow, let's lower interest rates, let's, let's pick things back up, let's put the gas on a little bit and get people buying again. And so, again, looking at this historical pattern, what happens in a recession when we have, uh, or what happens to interest rates when we are in a recession? So, let's go back to 1980. Uh, the and a lot of my clients talk about this. They remember those 16 and 18 percent interest rates of the 1980s. And so, let's look at what happened in the recessions in in the 80s. Um, typically, when we enter a recession, um, interest rates will fall, and so that creates a great opportunity. If you own a home or if you're thinking of buying a home, if interest rates are coming down, that's a very good thing for you. You get the same house with less payment, right? And so 1980, when we entered the recession, the interest rates were 16%. When we exited the recession, they were 11.75%. That was a 4.25% in a six-month period. That's how much they dropped. In 1982, we entered the recession at 18% and left the recession at 13%, a 5% drop. Fast forward to 1990, entered the recession at 11%, Exited at 8.75, a 1.25% reduction. 2001, entered at 7.3, exit at 6.75. And in 2008, we entered the recession at 6% and left the recession at 4.875%. And so again, what you're seeing is that if we do enter a recession in the next few months, predictably interest rates are going to go down during uh, during the recession. So how can you take advantage of this? Well, of course, you refinance. If you own a home, now is the time to lock in a lower interest rate while rates are down, right? But not only that, but you want to be very strategic about this because not only are interest rates going to go down, but they're going to go down pretty substantially. I believe that there's a chance we could see low 3%, 30-year mortgages. I think there's a chance we may even see something in the high 2% range, but... The, the caution that I want to give you 
um, from what I've experienced over the years with my clients is don't try to time this exactly because when interest rates fall and when interest rates hit rock bottom, it's very short-lived, literally for hours or days or, or a day or two at a time. And so if you're waiting to pull the trigger, you're going to miss it. Okay, so so let's talk about what I would recommend and how I would recommend that you take advantage of these interest rates. Number one would be take advantage of of the opportunity to consolidate and reduce. Okay, so let's give you some scenarios and look at this. If if you bought your home in 2016, you're seeing some amazing appreciation. Just in the past three years, you've made a pretty good return on your home. Now. For most people, and I, you know, I can look around at my neighbors and, and, and neighborhoods and all over the, the town and see that, that this is very common, that business has been good, uh, incomes have been up. And so a lot of people have gone out. They, they bought that new car uh, that has a $400 payment. They bought the, you know, they got the home equity line to do the pool in the backyard. They, they have about $10,000 in credit cards. Maybe they bought a boat. And so I, I put together a scenario that, that kind of fits this description. And so let's imagine that you have a $350,000 mortgage, okay? Your monthly payment right now is somewhere around $2,000. You also have about, oh, I don't know, eighty five dollars to $95,000 in consumer debts, uh, things like boats and cars and credit cards, et cetera. Uh, you may also have some student loans that, that we could throw into that mix. So let's imagine you've got $95,000 of other debt payments, and, and that's also costing you about $4,200 a month for all of that. Now, imagine if you were to take advantage of the equity that's in your home today and just roll everything into your mortgage. You do one, one um, monthly payment with a low fixed mortgage uh, interest rate, and, and you're able to just co- consolidate everything. That would take your monthly debt obligations from $4,200 all the way down to $2,500. Your mortgage payment goes up $500, and we eliminate all of those other payments so that you're saving $1,700 a month. Now, a lot of you would, would some of you may look at this, and, and, and it, it fits, right? This is your situation. Some of you may think, wow, that's crazy. That's way too much debt. But it doesn't matter if you have $20,000 or $200,000 in consumer debt. Now is a good time for you to take advantage of the, the low interest rates and the appreciation in your home. So let's talk about strategy here. How do you take advantage of this? Now, my recommendation is you want to do this in two parts. You want to act now and do a debt consolidation loan. You want to roll all of those debts into one mortgage payment. You want to plan with your mortgage uh, professional to go with a, a slightly higher interest rate to pay all of those closing costs. So that you're doing this loan with little to no closing costs. Okay, you don't want to add four or five thousand dollars onto your mortgage to do this because we know that rates are going down. So in six to twelve months, you're going to come back and you're going to do a new rate and term refinance to refinance that mortgage to a much better interest rate. And so at the end of the day, if you do this, you're saving thousands of dollars. You know, and and what I recommend for my clients is when you do this, don't run out and get a lot of uh, new toys. You know, don't don't take advantage of those lower payments by getting more toys. You take advantage of those lower payments and that lower interest rate by making extra payments on your mortgage. If you were to continue making that exact same payment on your mortgage, it would only take you 10 years to pay your mortgage off completely if you just continue making that same $4,000 a month payment that you were making just a month ago. So if you have questions about that, give me a call because I, I, I truly believe, you know, I've had a lot of clients where we've, we've changed their lives with a debt consolidation loan like this, where, where we've taken them in a situation where they were just, just struggling from month to month 
we roll everything into one payment, and then that way they can live a lot freer going forward. You know, another big question that I want to talk about before we end our show today is what happens to real estate values. And most of us are still pretty beaten up by the last market crash. And and we associate recessions with a plummeting value with our, our homes. But let me let me kind of clarify that this isn't usually the case. The last recession was caused by real estate. Every other recession before that was just caused by regular market fluctuations. And that's what this re- recession looks like as well, is that it's just a standard uh, uh, fluctuation. And so if, if you go back to 1970 and you track appreciation, it's funny to, to note that we actually average 5% appreciation um, for the past 50 years. That means it doesn't matter if you bought in the recession, after the recession, as long as you hold that home for at least a couple of years, you're going to gain about 5% in appreciation. Now, as I mentioned in this last recession, you know, if you bought in 2007 and, and you tried to sell in 2012, well, of course, you got taken to the cleaners. But if you bought in 2007 and you own that home today, you've already made a profit in most situations. You're already ahead of where you bought that home. And so, again, don't let me scare you. By talking recession, don't let me scare you out of buying your next home or, or refinancing your next home because the odds are you're going to, even if we do have a dip in, in real estate values because of this recession, you're going to end up on top in just a few years. And so, um, again, I am so glad that you you joined me today uh, to talk about this. I, I hope I haven't scared you because, again, I don't see this as something you need to be afraid of. It's just something you want to make sure you understand and make sure you're working with a professional that, that understands it as well so they can help you through it so that you can benefit from these opportunities. And so if you have questions for me, you can always reach me at 435-359-9000. You can visit my website, heritagereversemortgage.com. As I mentioned, the, the information I've talked about today has also been posted as, as blog articles and YouTube videos. And so I'd love for you to get that, to, to educate yourself so that you're prepared to move forward as, as, as this market does go through a correction. Likewise, of course, because I'm a reverse mortgage uh, professional, I want to add that into the mix here to say that, you know, if we do go through a recession and your retirement assets go through a beating and they get beat up because the stock market goes down, a reverse mortgage may be a fantastic solution for you. The last thing you want to do when we go into a recession is continue drawing money on your retirement assets. You want to leave those alone. Let those sit until the economy recovers again because if you draw through a recession, you're, you're killing those funds. You're, you're reducing the amount of money you're going to have long term. And so call me. We'll talk about how a reverse mortgage could, could help you weather the storm and get you through safely to the other side. Again, it's 435 435- Three five nine nine thousand, and visit us, visit us at heritagereversemortgage.com. Thank you again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Financial Strategies, sponsored by Heritage Reverse Mortgage. For more information about reverse mortgages or any of the topics that were discussed today, call Trevor Carlson at 435-359-9000 or visit heritagereversemortgage.com. Heritage Reverse Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1497455.